I pull out my phone and I literally dial 911 and my finger is hovering over the button and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, did it really get this bad that I neglect myself this badly to the point where I need to go in the middle of the night to the hospital? Um, and so I ended up not calling an ambulance and I ended up sleeping, sitting upright on my couch for like two hours before going back into the office. And then fortunately from that point on, I was able to get, let's just say four or five hours of sleep. And I kind of like battled slowly to get my sanity back and get my health back. Um, but really that moment, like the sheer terror that I experienced in that moment, it made me realize that, and up to that point, I did think I was invincible. Like I thought if I could just pull, I could not sleep for a full week and I'd be fine. Like anyone tells me to do anything, like I'll break, I'll run through a brick wall and I will get it done. I don't care. And that made me realize that I am not invincible and that I can, you know, I can, I can suffer a health scare just like the rest of everyone else. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Revamp Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Hepner, sponsored by Bulletproof Coffee. Use code VAMPED15 to get 15% off the entire site for all of 2021. So on this episode, we talk with Chelsea and Mitch Glazer, the co-founders of Freddy, and we discuss burnout. I know I've had burnout. I'm sure you guys have had burnout. And we discuss all the things that can help you relieve that feeling. So let's get into the episode. The Revamped Podcast, hosted by Lindsay Hepner. Rebuilding the Digital Entrepreneur. Hey guys, quick word from our sponsor for today's episode. Premium Jane is offering my audience 20% off on all products site-wide. Now, you guys have heard me talk about their Cocoa Butter Relief Balm, which I love. I use all the time after I work out. But now I am hooked on the gummies. These are so freaking good and they're vegan and they just give you that smooth ride all day. I actually had two already, so I want to be able to like enjoy the rest of the day and not consume too many, but they're amazing and they have all natural ingredients. And when you go check out on premiumjane.com, use code Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Please don't bum me out and not know my name. L-I-N-D-S-E-Y when you check out premiumjane.com. All right, everyone. I am so excited to have on the podcast today, Chelsea and Mitch Glazer, the founders of Freddie, the new wellness line. And hi, guys. How are you? Hi, doing great. How's it going, Lindsay? I'm doing well. Where are you guys right now? You guys are separate. So where's the siblings at? I, I'm in Marina Del Rey. Mm -hmm. I'm in San Diego area. Yeah. And is it warm? I feel like today this morning was kind of cold and chilly and rainy and perfect time for podcasting actually, but it's <laughs> oh, a great day. For, great day for podcasting. Uh, definitely cold. Definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, as far you know, as Southern California goes, yeah, it's a yeah. little chilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 
So let's let's get into it. I mean, I checked out your guys' product. What a beautiful product. And, you know, in my business, we are all about aesthetic and marketing. And you guys are doing such an amazing job over there. And I love that it's like wellness and to get your game right for work mode. So can you guys kind of tell us a little background about how you started this and what made you really want to dive deep into wellness for the working girl? And guy. <laughs> yes. So we will we'll jump into that. And it is for the girl, um, even though I am a guy. Chelsea clearly <laughs> is not. But um, so the way the way Freddie began is I started my career as an investment banker on Wall Street. I'm working out of San Francisco. But um, basically, I don't know how much you know about kind of the notorious working conditions of junior investment bankers, but it is like ridiculously cutthroat. Like, um, and when I say that, you know, all every single corporate environment is stressful, but this one in particular, like truly demands you to neglect your body, your boundaries, everything. And so I've, I've pulled literally more all nighters than I could possibly count. I pulled more back to back all nighters than I can possibly count. And so this idea of Freddie sort of came along where I hit this breaking point in banking, where there was this six week period where I pulled 16 all nighters in that six weeks. And then every oh other gosh. day I was sleeping at most like three or four hours. Like I'd get home at 5 a.m. and have a couple hours to get some sleep and then before going back into the office. And so right at the end of this six-week period, I get home at 5 a.m., just like I said, and I have two or three hours of sleep to get. Um, and so I like, you know, get into bed, put my head down on the pillow, and my brain starts like buzzing with electricity like violently. And that's the only way I can describe it. And so I sit up and I'm like, what the hell was that? That was really scary. Um, and then I'm like, well, you know, I got to get back to sleep. I only have two hours. So I put my head back down and it happens again. And then all of a sudden, like, I think I'm having a stroke and or something I, I don't I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then that sends me into a panic attack. And so now I'm having a panic oh. attack and a stroke in my mind. And so my bed now feels like a coffin. So I'm getting the hell out of there. And I like run out to the family room and I'm like pacing around and I'm and I'm freaking out. And so I pull out my phone and I literally dial 911. And my finger is hovering over the button, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, did it really get this bad? Did I neglect myself this badly mm. to the point where I need to go mm. in the middle of the night to the hospital? Um, and so I ended up not calling an ambulance, and I ended up sleeping, sitting upright on my couch for like two hours before going back into the office. And then fortunately, from that point on, I was able to get, let's just say, four or five hours of sleep, and I kind of like battled slowly to get my sanity back and get my health back. Um, but really that moment, like the sheer terror that I experienced in that moment, it made me realize that, and up to that point, I did think I was invincible. Like I thought if I could just pull, I could not sleep for a full week and I'd be fine. Like anyone tells me to do anything, like I'll break, I'll run through a brick wall and I will get it done. I don't care. And yeah, that made me realize that I am not invincible and that I can, mm -hmm. you know, I can, I can suffer a health scare just like the rest of everyone else and so that's what led me to um this sort of like wellness journey that i went on to kind of to get my health back because i really i felt off i felt dizzy i felt like i couldn't memorize remember anything i couldn't like form my words properly like everything yeah. was just off for me and so i started experimenting with a bunch of different things one was Nootropics, which is our first product, which we'll talk about in, in a little bit. But then 
Um, also things like meditation, cold showers, fitness, diet, um, public speaking classes, which turned into improv classes once I moved from San Francisco to LA. And all of these things were, you know, designed to kind of like jolt me back into myself, get mm -hmm. me back to feeling a hundred percent. Um, because I realized that if I had, if I didn't do that, something I was going to have to leave the industry, I wasn't going to be able to still do a good job. And, and so, um, that's what it came down to. And it ended up being so impactful for me that when I decided that I wanted to leave investment banking, I, I want and start my own company. I figured what would be, what the, the best thing that I could possibly start a company around was this sort of like journey that I had just gone through. Um, that, you know, I was clearly passionate about because I just lived in and breathed it for the last like four or five years. Um, and it was, and it also gives me the opportunity to help a bunch of other people. And so uh, yeah. I, I decided that the best product to start with would be the nootropic product. Um, and for a bunch of different reasons, we feel that felt like all of the different nootropics brands out there. And for those of you listening who don't know what nootropics are, um, it's a supplement that is designed to help promote healthy cognitive function and sort of like boost boost your your brain, essentially. Um, a mm -hmm. lot of people think of it as like an alternative to ADHD medication, which it certainly, um, you know, there are similar sort of benefits. Um, but really, it's just a way that like, you know, instead of your morning coffee, this is going to be three, four five times more effective than just simple caffeine. Um, and so it's, it's really powerful. And it was like, so powerful for me that like, I just thought it would be the perfect product because no one I knew had heard about it yet, um, especially women. And so that's when I, re mm -hmm. I realized that like women hadn't heard about this product at all. And Chelsea, my sister, she started a branding agency called Launch It Girl, where she helps women launch businesses a lot of the time for women. And so she was literally the perfect person to consult when I first had this idea. Um, and so I'll let Chelsea Amazing. take it from there, because that's kind of when we started thinking about this idea together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mitch came to me with his idea to create this product and just with his whole, you know, his mission and his, uh, his wellness journey is something that I could also relate to so much. You know, earlier in my career, I definitely struggled with a lot of burnout, um, had a ton of anxiety and I've pretty much been just like starting things and I'm definitely a overcommitter. Like I'll spread myself way too thin across way too many projects and, really struggled to slow down and put my health first and had always just said like, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do this. Just not leaving any space for myself until I did reach a point also in my career where I was having like daily panic attacks and had no clue what was going on until finally um, I realized like, okay, I need to start taking better care of myself and went on a similar but different journey um, than Mitch did. And so we had, you know, been talking about this before and he had introduced me to nootropics already and knew how effective and impactful they were. And so, yeah, he brought this idea to me and we started talking about it. And I was like, you know, not only is this such an important product for women and like so many of the other products out there are so unapproachable in their branding and their messaging, all of it. Um, like I was even thinking about, you know, my, my own journey of what I would have loved to have to get me through that really rough patch before I had kind of found my way into a good wellness practice. But then I think about the women I work with through Launch a Girl where, you know, there's one specific instance where we had a client who she was telling us about her day and she's like, you know, she had to take her kids to school. Then she went to her nine to five job, came home, like 
did other stuff for her kids that needed to happen. And then she was on our phone call late at night after dinner, breastfeeding her baby, mm. like while she's starting her side business. And yeah. I'm just like, how are you doing all of this? And so we really had her in mind when we started thinking about what the brand could be. And, um, and so we, we really wanted to create a brand that really empathizes with women who just want to do and be everything. Mm-hmm. And they have so many goals, so many competing priorities. And uh, we just wanted to be there kind of cheering them on, reminding them that they're going to get further if they remember to put themselves first. So um, that's what we decided to create together. Yeah, I mean, burnout, burnout is real. I I can definitely relate to that kind of person because anytime an opportunity comes on my, my desk, I want to do it, especially when I'm passionate about it and I feel like I can help a client or it's something like a new avenue that we can take on. And to Mitch, you know, your story, I wanted to get back to, um, I actually had a friend that was an investment and he had those panic attacks like you were talking about. And it was so bad that actually he bursted his one of his eyes. Oh, what the- so the blood. <sighs> yeah. So he was Yikes. so stressed out all the time that hit one of his eyes bursted and he got out of it. I, he just it was too much for him. And I think the only way I can really you know, understand that type of business. And unfortunately, this is the only thing I have as an example is kind of Wolf of Wall Street, where it's like, it's cutthroat. It's a lot like you are constantly on your feet and um, pushing through the day and you live and breathe it constantly. And you're trying to take other additives to your life to keep you stimulated, to keep you awake and to, you know, I can't imagine the pressures that you have just as a human to make sure things go right, you know, for other people. So, um, and then Chelsea, yeah, I mean, I, I live in, I lived and breathed burnout for so long. I got Lyme disease. So that was a huge thing for me because I had to step back and be like, your health is so much more important. You know, At the end of the day, I can be enjoying work. But if I'm not healthy, then there's no one going to actually be running the business. There's no one going to be actually pushing the next day. So it is really important to kind of reevaluate how you structure your lifestyle. Because if it's only work, if it's 99% work, you are going to ultimately burn out. It's just inevitable. We're human. And it's hard though, because when you're just like running, you don't want to stop mm-hmm. running. You know, you're like this. This is momentum, and it. I, I think even to, to, uh, I think even too during this time, the fact that the whole world had to stop, kind of gave us an opportunity to stop and be like, okay, wait a minute. I like to paint. I like to read. I like to walk to the beach. I like to hang out with my kids. So it was it was a reset in that way and. I can only imagine that sometimes you have to take this traumatic experience to happen to reevaluate how you're living and how you're actually doing well for yourself. And um, it's really amazing that you had such a huge extreme pendulum of like, I work so much to now like, let me get back to enjoying life, but still having a business surrounding that and that new lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And it, it just, it's, it is funny because like, you know, before it could be, I mean, I, I remember my first year I worked out, I think literally like two or three times the entire year, my first year in banking. 
And now if I don't work out a single wow. day, I'm just like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm not doing anything. Like it's over. Like it, it's like, it's just like, I, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. do what I absolutely need to do. And if, and if I, for some reason can't, you know, like yeah. obviously if for whatever reason I couldn't work out today, which I did, I'd still do this podcast, but like, mm-hmm. I just feel horrible. And, and now I'm used to like actually doing yeah. what I need to do to feel good. And I'm just like, I can, you know, maybe I'm not going to work a hundred hours a week, but I could put in 60 or 70 and they're going to be worth a million times more than my zombie version of myself going through that hundred hours in a week, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. What, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about, you know, being in different work workspaces, the mental health of burnout, you know, like, what do you, what do you feel about how mental health is going now, you know, during this time. And people I feel like are working more now, more than ever, if they weren't working a lot, because they were clocking out and clocking in. But now it seems like there's nothing else to do. I, I even saw myself last weekend working all weekend. And I'm like, what am I doing? But it, there's nothing else to do. So burnout is even more now. And you almost want to work so much because if you don't, then you have to think about everything that's going on, which is also detrimental to your mental health um, to like really hone in on like, man, I'm lonely or, you know, there's not those fun activities anymore that I used to really enjoy. How do you guys, how do you guys pivot and feel about that? Yeah, it's such a challenge not having that separation between work and life. I mean, that physical separation, especially when, you, I mean, I think the, the worst thing that comes from that, that we really lose is any sort of time to prepare, mentally prepare and like wind mm-hmm. up for the day. And I mean, it's so easy to just kind of roll out of bed and get straight to your emails or even sometimes like roll over in bed and start answering your emails because you don't have a real reason to like wake up and get dressed and get in the car and drive to work and do all those things that used to set you up properly for your morning. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you just, you never have time to kind of breathe through it. It's amazing how critical that kind of morning routine is and like your evening wind down routine is. And there's just such a limited separation. I mean, for me, I've been working from home for quite a few years now. So I was kind of used to it, but I remember in the beginning, it was so hard and I had to really remind myself like, no, don't check my email as soon as I wake up, like yeah. have a morning, like as though I was going to work like normal, wake up, get dressed, like put myself together. And even if I'm just going to go on a little walk around the block or walk to a coffee shop to start my day or something mm-hmm. like have that time to really wind up. And then if you can, one bad habit I definitely had to break is to stop working in bed or like where or on oh. the couch or where you relax. Because then you yeah. just never relax. Um, <laughs> and it's so easy to just let your workday roll into it. And I totally, totally hear you on like, sometimes you just want to do something so that you don't have to think about the state of the world. Yeah. Um, but your normal things like going to meet up with friends or going out and doing things are not available. So it's easy to turn to work. And I think... Um, yeah, that's that's been really challenging or just like scrolling endlessly on social media and just never really relaxing and like taking a screen break and just like slowing down. Um, it's yeah. really hard to 
it's like, I feel like we're, even though we're inside, it's like we're constantly seeking stimulation because we don't have it from our normal activities, but we get it all through our screens. And that's just a whole new type of burnout that, that is kind of emerging. It's, it's the new burnout because think of how many hours it takes you actually to wake up, have your coffee, work out, go to the gym, uh, well, work out and go to the gym, the same thing, but go, go actually drive to your maybe hour, hour and a half away job. That's like five hours that you're not on the computer working. So now instead you wake up, you check your phone to see if you have any DMs or you go and see who else, who else is thriving. And then you compare yourself and then already you're already in this burnout mentality because you're like, I have to be better than that person. Their, their business is doing better than mine. And then you go straight to your computer. You don't even have to wear clothes now because, you know, your you, pajamas is the new the new. You see what I'm wearing uh, over here? Do you see this? You see, how fu- yeah. you see how fuzzy this looks? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just you always feel like you're 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 not doing enough now. You feel like you're not getting ahead enough. And it is really scary because before I had burnout just normally, like I had four hours driving to the office and back. And now those four hours are taking on like podcasting, designing new ideas, like building brands. Like I have more slotted time to fill and it's a new burnout. Like you were saying, like I have, it's like every, all my fingers are in different paints And I didn't actually take that time to be like, you know what, I want to read now. I want to read more at this time. No, I now I'm just like, I'm going to I'm going to make a book, you know, instead. So yeah, it's very interesting. How do you Um, feel about it, Mitch? Yeah, very real. I um, it's kind of just like the sort of monotony of just being in your house you, you can't even like look back and kind of cut up the days the weeks the months they all bleed together all of a sudden it's saturday but it feels like a wednesday and it's um it's draining it's draining for sure i think like actually the the mm-hmm. other day i hung out with two friends for the first time and we and we even we even drank a little and so usually that would give me a hangover the next day but like we like hung out all day we we're talking nonstop all day like for the first time being social for like 10 hours straight. And the next day I like woke up feeling more motivated than ever to work when usually like these days, four beers will kill me the next day. But, um, but, but now, but now like I I really (laughs) think it's just like, we're really being deprived of that, that normalcy. And it, and it has like a real impact on motivation and mood when it, when it like comes Mm -hmm. down to, you know, especially what we're focused on at Freddie, when it comes down to like sit down in front of your computer and log in good hours, like, you just start feeling that burnout because you don't have that release. You don't have the, the social aspect. You don't have the gym to step away and like just come compartmentalize yourself into a new thing where you're just focusing on fitness and then you come back and you focus on relax. Then you go and focus on work. It's just all smashed together. And it's so easy to, yeah. um, to just let that affect your mood and your motivation. And so I've certainly struggled with it. And, um, and yeah, it's it's tough. Thank God that it's hopefully going to be um, normalizing a bit in the in the near future. Thank you for listening so far, everyone. Quick pause to shout out to Premium Jane. Premium Jane has a special offer for all of my audience. You heard that right, my audience. 20% off on all products. Just go to premiumjane.com. 
And Premium Chain is a company that strives to raise the standards of CBD. The company has a strong belief in CBD healing and the power of helping nature. All natural ingredients. And yes, guys, it's vegan. So I'm now about that tincture life. Um, Premium Jane has chocolate mint flavor. Does that not sound amazing? Um, I have been using their gummies and I take probably like one to two max. I would say one just to start off, but they're so good. It's like taking, taking candy, basically. It's so yummy. So, um... Try those, go on their site, check out their other products. I've been using also their Cocoa Butter Relief Balm. I am a huge fan of relief balms because I do work out a lot and I love just the feeling that it gives you after you put it on. So uh, do me a favor, go check it out, premiumjame.com. Use code Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. Please don't spell my name wrong, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y. And now back to the episode. Like for me, I feel like my creativity is suffering so much. Like it's so hard to get inspired. Um, mm -hmm. And like I find myself like I'm generally like a pretty cheerful, upbeat person. And I find myself just like not even sad or anything. I'm just kind of like meh, you know, like not like a negative <laughs> meh, just like a meh. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like that just comes from the monotony of it all. Hard to yeah, feel, feel that little spark. Yeah, I feel like in all aspects of life right now, even too, like, I, I grew up, like, so heavy in fashion. So, like, wearing clothes and, like, having a vibe every day, like, that was, like, my projected way of being, like, I'm a boss girl or whatever. And now I'm, like, I hate PJs. I don't feel inspired. And I can't even get into, like, this inspired culture because everyone's wearing, like, fitness clothes and like I, I'm not seeing like new trends or yeah. anything the trend is lazy you know the trend yeah. is just let's be lazy so I get so it, many that, like yeah. luxury loungewear ads and I'm like why are sweatpants <laughs> so expensive now <laughs> yeah oh I know I mean you're gonna be in them for longer time periods of time so I think that's why I'm it's sure so when I pull out now. like 70 but, cups in yeah. my closet there's there's gonna be like moth holes or whatever they are in them because like I just haven't touched the vast majority <laughs> of my closet for a year now yeah yeah, yeah. I'm I my my whole closet was like festival stuff and now I've just literally thrown it all away because I'm like the only festival <laughs> I'm going to be doing is in my bathtub you know with like foam like you know bath was it bath bombs that's the festivals now but <laughs> <laughs> but Love what do it. you guys what do you guys think about okay so you guys have this new product and you went from you know one burnout to now we're all going to this new burnout um Mitch and Chelsea how do you feel about you know really promoting a product that helps you relieve that but also we're in this kind of environment where we have to like we, we, we're already feeling like we have to hustle so much. So how do you guys kind of like so I'll let navigate Chelsea answer through this that? In a second too, but what's what I love about Freddie in general is that we have this one product that's like so simple to implement into your daily routine. You pop two capsules in the morning and it's completely all natural and it helps you feel and it's completely all natural and it helps you feel, you know, 
if you woke up feeling on the wrong side of the bed and you feel 60 to 70%, like this is going to help you feel like 90 to a hundred. If you woke up oh, feeling a hundred, like who, I don't, I don't even know how you're going to be feeling, but, um, <laughs> it's, uh, and so like, it's, this is like one little awesome product. That's like a quick fix to a lot of the problems some people are facing. But what's awesome about Freddie is that we are very focused on like content and partnerships and offering the, the Freddie fam, as we call them, mm-hmm. um, our customers way more value than just our product. And we're really pushing this, this positive message of, you know, avoiding the burnout, focusing on yourself. And we do that through a million different ways. Chelsea's, um, the one constantly pushing out the content. So I can let Chelsea talk about that a little bit more. Um, yeah, like our, our whole philosophy is that success at work starts with wellness and it really, our, our message couldn't have aligned at a better time. I think where more and more people are not getting that time. I think, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're talking about now without that separation, there's no, you don't kind of naturally shift into the next phase of your day. Like you used to, when you had to go to work and come home from work now, you're just kind of like everything in your day is one big blob. And so when we really, our whole message is making it just being way more intentional about how you're using your time and like tuning into yourself and really noticing like what you're feeling. I don't know about you, but when I get in the zone, I'm like, I totally like, I'm so unaware of what's going on. I'll forget to eat for like hours and hours and hours. Like I'll forget to drink water and like go to the bathroom and like basic human needs. Like I'm just like in a flow and I'll get like, I'll like wake up out of this weird flow, like hours and hours later. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I feel horrible. (laughs) And if you're not, (laughs) if you don't like slow down and really get in touch with how you're feeling, what you need, actually set time aside in your day Mm -hmm. to put your wellness first and to focus on yourself, then it just, it's not something that comes naturally. And it's not something that we've ever really talked about, especially when we have this like hustle culture of like, you're, you're only going to get what you want when you work super, super hard for it. And of course that's very true to a degree, but it's also come with this huge heaping of guilt whenever you do anything but work. And you feel like, yep. You feel like you're putting yourself at a disadvantage when you stop working for a second. Um, I know I struggle with that. Literally just posted a video about this yesterday where it's like you're trying to take it like a moment off and then suddenly it's like this little voice in your head is like, you should be working right now. Like, (laughs) yes, you know, and like you could be doing more. There's more you could do. It's like Mm -hmm. there's always going to be more work. And if you're not taking care of yourself, then the work you're doing is it's only going to be basically as high of quality as you feel like you're not going to produce great work if you feel like crap. And so that's, that's really what we're talking about is like introducing this product as one element to your wellness routine that does help you. It helps with stress management. So that kind of helps you slow down and be a little more present. And it gives Mm -hmm. you this much more like calming energy. It's like a calm Mm. focused energy to help you approach your day um, as compared to like, chugging three cups of coffee and getting like the jitters and being all like scatterbrained and anxious and sweaty and just like weird feeling awful (laughs) in the middle of the day. (laughs) That's how I was going to ask because are you, are you, um, promoting this as like a replacement for coffee? Because I, I know that a lot of people now are, you know, really focusing on, you know, getting better sleep 
And then what happens if you wake up like groggy or upset or, you know, you saw something the night before that still like resonated the, ne the next day? Like what what is what is fulfilling that feeling of like, OK, I want to recharge and I want to have a good day today. How do I do that? So is this where we like plug and play Freddy where it's like, OK, you take you take two two pills and you're like having this better feeling, this better mood that's going to set you off for the rest of the day. So you don't have to look back at that last day or literally an hour before of like, oh, I'm dreading today. Yeah, you know, I think that's where we say you really want to pair this with a wellness, like a mindfulness practice as well. And I think and we talk a lot about mindset on our feed, um, on, on social media. A lot of our content is around mindset. Um, as far as the, the like, so you, to answer your first question, you can take it with coffee. Um, mm -hmm. So there's only a little bit of caffeine in it. And so if you're not super sensitive to caffeine, we know most people, I still love taking, drinking my morning coffee. It's just like a ritual. Yeah. It's just how you start yeah. the day. Me um, too. So you can, <laughs> yeah. So you can still take it with your morning coffee. But when it gets to be that like midday slump time, like around lunchtime where you're like reheating that third cup and like, like mm -hmm. five times and trying to choke it down just because you need to stay awake, like you don't really get there. Like you don't need that. Um, I used to be like a four cup of coffee person a day. And with when I take focused, I drink usually honestly only like 90% of my first cup of coffee. And like, that's all the coffee I crave the whole day. I don't ever really feel like I need a refill because my energy is just kind of sustained. So you don't need, you don't need to take it with coffee, but you absolutely can. Um, and you're not going to get those jitters and yeah, it kind of replaces that. You really get over that midday slump without needing to go for more coffee. And, and just, uh, and just so you know, and just so you know, it's, you know, it, it does provide that energy, but we have, we've included things like ashwagandha and L-theanine in our blend. And those really promote, um, a good mood and, you know, they're, mm -hmm. especially ashwagandha is considered an adaptogen. And so it helps you adapt to stress. And so it gives you the energy you need, but it also is really like, you know, stress and mood management as well. And so that's kind of where the focus element comes in because you're not letting, that email from your boss that was a little disrespectful, get in the way of it. You're just like, okay, whatever, put it to the side. I'm just going to keep going because I'm in the zone. Yeah. And so that's sort of the um, the effect that we were looking for with creating this product. And it absolutely should be taken with coffee. Um, it doesn't need to if you don't, you know, if you don't drink coffee. But I, um, the it actually enhances the benefits of coffee because it cuts out any of the the jitters or anxiety that could be induced by having Ooh. a large coffee. And so yeah, I things like yeah, things like L-theanine have like been mixed with caffeine and coffee for uh, a very, very long time because it does exactly that. It just cuts the negatives while giving you the positives. So uh, this is great. So this is a great implementation into my routine that I do every morning because I have a very specific routine every day that I it's almost like, you know, when, when you hear people talk about their routine and you're like, oh, that sounds great, but you see that they actually are happy and they're doing well. It's like those things are working. When you do write in your journal, when you do go exercise and get those endorphins and mm -hmm. like work on yourself, like as much as people can keep telling you, I swear this routine works when you actually go and implement that every day, even meditating and having this affirmation in your head of like, I'm going to have a good day. No one's going to piss me off today. Like <laughs> I'm going to be nice. And, and I actually have to do that. I have to like listen to myself and go, okay, take a breath. Don't go in 
the day being angry or upset at someone or lash out. You want to just, you want to center yourself. And I really think those are really important to start the day off and, and, I want to know, Mitch and Chelsea, I don't know who's going to go first, but I want to know your guys' routine that keeps you centered, grounded, and making sure that like you are obviously very, very aware that you don't want to have burnout each day. Like, What is making you wake up and go, you know what, I'm taking a different routine, this routine is going to be implemented, so I have a longer journey of wellness and happiness, you know. Throughout how many years are we going to be like 120? Is that the prediction? I think now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like exactly the sort of things that you just mentioned. I wake up um, anywhere between six and seven, which is when my puppy wakes up, um, and then from there it is a a workout, a cold shower, um, and then meditate. And what, what's funny, because like, if anyone knew me like five to 10 years ago, like they would think it was absolutely bizarre <laughs> that, like, I do no. that, that I do this every day. Um, <laughs> but by doing it, is but, funny. but by doing, yeah, well, yeah, Chelsea's the, the example. I, but, um, but yeah, it's just like getting the endorphins flowing. And then the cold shower, it's kind of like this mental exercise of just like dealing with external stress of just like, holy shit, it's going to be freezing, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Okay, it's freezing cold mm. and I'm just going to ignore it. And it's just like right in the morning, it's just like, okay, I'm used to taking like something I absolutely hate and just disregarding it, letting it go. Um, and then the whole meditation practice, which I mean, everyone has spoke to at length, but um, you know, it's it's just like another good exercise, I think, also in the same sort of thing as like a cold shower, but it's less intense of just like being mindful, being present. And then also like letting your thoughts come in and out, which is something important, like say before you do a podcast, if you're nervous, you like you take the jitters and you just kind of let them go. And it's just like this practice of mm -hmm. just coming in tune with um, your thoughts and your emotions. And so by just doing those things, like right when I'm done, and maybe that's a two and a half, three hour process doing all of that, um, you know, I'm ready to take on anything. And I can, and it's yeah. not like it's, cause like for me, like that, it's, it doesn't even feel rigid. It's something that it's like, I almost like I'm addicted to it because I know on the other side, mm -hmm. I have a great day waiting for me. And if I'm lazy up front, mm -hmm. then like the rest of the day is just kind of going to fizzle, which happens from, from time to time, of course. But, um, for me, it's yeah. like, especially if it's you when know, like, I, if I have a podcast today, like I'm never not going to work out cold shower, meditate because I know I'm not going to show up as my best for this podcast or for that meeting or for whatever it might be. And so for me, that's what, that's what it is. Relatively simple. It's so, I, before, before you start Chelsea, it's so true. I, that's how I feel in the, the same thing. It's like, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm still so tired. But then I just remember how I feel after. Yes. Like, and that you, you can't replace, you know, mm -hmm. like your whole day is ruined. If you can't replace that feeling, that moment. Yep. And I agree with you. I, I think it's so important to have like this routine that makes you happy, even if it's for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like uh, if you only have 20 minutes, do it. It's worth it. It changes the game every single morning. Chelsea, what is your non-burnout routine in the morning? Yeah. Um, so Mitch and I are super different with this, but um, my my big problem really, and like when I get to burnout is just like, my brain is always buzzing. Like it's always like going so fast and I'm constantly trying to 
slow it down and like focus on one thing at a time and just like keeping myself like more like more narrow scoped in where if I just like sit back and let my thoughts go crazy I'm like mm-hmm. feel a bit like I'm all over the place and so <laughs> I'm all about slow mornings um so I've I've tried kind of everything over the years and this is what I found really consistently helps me is to just wake up I try not to schedule meetings first thing in the morning anymore. I'll at least have like a full hour before I really start my work day. And I try to just like stretch. I usually journal, like I'll grab my cup of coffee. I have like a little meditation corner in my room. I'll sit down and like drink my coffee and write whatever comes to mind. And I usually do a little breathing practice. Um, And that's how I've been starting my mornings. And it just helps me like set the pace for the day of Mm -hmm. like one thing at a time. And that is so helpful for me. And then typically when I get to kind of like mid late afternoon, that's when all the overwhelm starts to set in of like, oh, I've been like, (laughs) go, go, go all day. I can start to feel like my chest getting like tight. And that's when I take a break and I usually meditate and I do like some yoga or get a workout in around then. Um, and then I'll like do whatever else I need to do for the rest of my day in like the late afternoon. So I find it really helps me to just address all the things that I need to address that are coming up for me. Um, if I start my morning slow and then I do my whole workout routine and everything a little bit later in the day, it just keeps me going without really getting too overwhelmed or too, yeah. too stressed out during the day. Um, and the other thing I really try to do is every time I have a break, I, I have so many calls and so many meetings in the day that every time I have a gap in them, I'm just like, what do I need? Like, am I thirsty? Mm-hmm. Am I hungry? Just like do a quick mm-hmm. body scan so that yeah. I'm not just completely neglecting myself as I go throughout the day. Oh, yeah. I, 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 for me, the journaling is so crucial. I actually bought a specific journal that made me only write down what I had to do. Like it literally told me, do not do anything past this today. And I'm scatterbrained too. I'm legit like, ooh, shiny toy ball. Ooh, shiny toy, like all day. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. And like when I used to work at an office, I hated it because I'm like, guys, I'm, I would tell all my employees, I'm like, you guys have to work. You have to work. And then I was the one that was like, so what's up? What, what are we doing? You know, I was always the one interrupting everyone. So when we kind of had to go inside, I was like, perfect. I can now focus because I am so bad at focusing that I had to actually get a journal to be like, you can only do four things today and they have to be pretty powerful and you have to get through them. So that was actually my training of my brain to be like, I write down four things that are, you know, I can accomplish in one day. And also it relieved my stress because when you think about so many things you have to do and it's like, I have to, you know, buy this car, I have to actually go to this meeting, all these things. Like when you have them all in your head, you get really, really stressed out and it gives you anxiety and you're just worried all day that it actually made me be like, okay, this is all I'm doing today. This is, this is it. This is the four good things that I'm doing today. And everyone else has to wait. I think setting realistic expectations for yourself Mm -hmm. and for those people around you is one of the absolute best things you can do for your mental health. Yes. I think unrealistic expectations are either going to keep you feeling horrible about yourself or disappointed 
and and mm-hmm. everything else all the time. So that's I think that's an, an amazing practice. And I want to find out where you got that journal. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'll show you. It's one of my favorite podcasters. Um, it's his journal. It's called the Freedom Journal. And I love it. It really keeps you on track. Um, but I also want to ask you guys, for everyone who's listening, what advice can you give them about burnout? Like, what's the one thing that they should take away today and be like, okay, I'll start that tomorrow? Like, Mitch? So I think um, one good thing to add, which is which will be my advice to this whole thing is that like, if you're going to progress and accomplish all of your goals, and Lindsay, you know this better than anyone. You start. You started a podcast. You started a company. You constantly have to push yourself outside of your comfort zone, and it hurts and it sucks in the moment sometimes. But like, what we're getting at is that you know you shouldn't just be like, oh, that's stressful, so I'm gonna like light a candle at home and relax instead. Like, that's not what we mean by you know <laughs> wellness. Uh, we mean like you you absolutely have to like aggressively go after things, and it's going to suck. And that's why you need to then slow down after you've done that, take a second to regroup and 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 take mm-hmm. care of yourself because that is going to give you the energy to continue to do that for the 10, 20, 30 years it might take before you get to where you want to go. Um, and when you just like go full throttle every second, like you might have incredible progress for a week, a month, a year, two years, but in five, 10 years, you're going to burn out. And it's going to become a major problem and something in your life is going to suffer, whether it's in the personal side or the professional side, something will have to give if you're not, for sure. um, if you're not taking care of yourself. And so that'd be my advice. Look at it Mm -hmm. as a marathon and not, um, and not a a sprint. And, um, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, you know, push yourself and make yourself uncomfortable and embrace the pain, but then take your care of yourself on the other side each and every time. I love that. I feel like you should, you need to pick and choose because if I don't feel good, I'm not going to suffer a whole day not feeling good and not performing the best. I will literally put my phone on air, airplane. People are just going to have to figure <laughs> out where I am. You know, like you got to, you kind of have to take that, you know, that leap of trust that everything will work itself out. And, and also too, I wanted to say as like a business woman, I've noticed when you kind of take yourself out of situations because I feel like I, you know, I have employees and stuff and they ask me like, how do I do this? How do I do this? When you mute yourself, they figure it out. They end up figuring it out. If you don't respond in five minutes then they're like, oh, I have to figure it out. And then they figure it out. So I've noticed that if I don't feel good, I'll airplane the shit out of my phone and people will be like the next day, like, where have you been? Are you okay? And I'm like, if I wasn't okay, I would be texting you, but I am okay. So that's why you're muted. So love that. Uh, Chelsea, how about you? What's, yeah, what's some good advice? Yeah, I do love that too. Um, yeah, I, I love what Mitch said and I, I'm a big fan of uh, metaphors. So I'll just add to what Mitch said with kind of visually thinking about it. Less is like a ladder and more as like a staircase where you climb that, you take that huge leap onto the next step and then you just rest for a minute you enjoy where you're at you celebrate that you re-energize and then you jump up onto the next stair um and yeah i think that that's so important and um i guess what i'll add is i think 
we have such a tendency when, and one thing I like to really think about is I assume like when I'm speaking to our audience that everyone we're talking to is they're super, super ambitious. They really want amazing things for their life, for their career. And their problem is not that they're, you know, being too easy on themselves and not getting what they want. Their problem is that they're pushing themselves so hard that they're mm -hmm. burning out. And then when they have an accomplishment, they're like not even really enjoying it. They're just like, mm -hmm. okay, what's next? And they, or they, they don't even feel satisfied or fulfilled because they're pushing themselves so hard and not taking time to enjoy life. And they're not putting their health first. So they just feel like crap during the whole journey. And they're just, you know, they're not really unlocking their full potential. So one of the biggest things that I like to talk about is self-compassion. And that doesn't mean that you're just like, oh, it's fine. Like you're not just making a bunch of excuses for yourself. It's just that you're not criticizing yourself. You're having more of a forward thinking mindset about mm -hmm. it. And you're taking a little bit of a gentler approach to looking at your own areas for growth. So yes, you may practice self-compassion by, you know, you, you, maybe you are looking back on your day and you're like, ugh. I should have gotten more done. I shouldn't have wasted so much time on TikTok. Like I did this, I did yeah. this. And like, you're kicking yourself. When instead, you could have this approach of, okay, why did I do that? What did mm -hmm. I need? What do I need more of now to help me feel better? And what can I do differently tomorrow? Instead of just looking at what you did the whole day and feeling like crap about it. And then you're just going to feel worse and you're not going to relax. You're not going it, to, it's just this downward spiral. And yeah. when you approach your own, instead of criticism, when you approach your own growth with a much more compassionate, I'm like, just like anything, it's like, you know, you're not going to let a flower bloom by yelling at it and telling it to grow faster. <laughs> you're going to like... It's going to bloom when you water it and give it fertilizer yeah. and, you know, really help it grow and give it enough sunlight. So I like to think about it that way and just remind everyone, like, you know, you just, you don't have to be so harsh on yourself and it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be like a punishment um, to, for you to grow. You can really grow through a much more compassionate approach um, and just be kinder to you. I agree. It's, it's harder. It's smarter, not harder. And I, for, I, I think that we all forget our, our childhood books of the tortoise and the hare and the hare never won, you know, the tortoise did. And we, we need to like, go back to that. We need to understand that even though you're, you think you're going, because you're going a hundred miles per hour, doesn't mean that you're actually going to make it faster than the person who's not going that fast. I think it's just all about being consistent, but being mindful of yourself. Because let's just say hun, hun, we, we, we all get 100 days to make a product. Just because you made it quicker doesn't mean that it's going to be better than mine, you know? Yep. So I, I, I think that you have to stay healthy. And from someone who's, who's had a, a very scary, scare disease, um, your health is the most important thing. Nothing, nothing matters if you don't have that. And that's the only thing you'll focus on if, if you get sick. So I'm so happy that we talked today about this because I was, I was hoping for the right people to talk about burnout. I think that's such an important thing to be talking about right now. And we have a lightning round for you guys, and it's up to whoever right. wants to answer it. But uh, favorite favorite pizza toppings? Ooh, 
I'm a I'm a Hawaiian person. I like the pineapple. <laughs> I know it's a controversial, but I'm pepperoni and mushroom. Hawaiian. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So this is super funny, Chelsea, that you said that because I saw a meme that people were like saying fruit shouldn't be on a pizza, but tomatoes <laughs> are fruit, everyone. Yes, tomatoes thank you. are fruit. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Just if anyone didn't know that, there you go. Um, what was your favorite vacation? I love how we say was, like it was so long ago. Mine was, in a different al- mine was always going to our relatives place in Canada. Our relatives are from a small logging town in Vancouver Island up. Uh, and it Ooh. was just, it's just like, you know, a completely different world up there. But it was like our cousins had like acres of property and we'd ride around on ATVs. There was a river on the property. We'd throw like a jet ski in there. And the older cousins would like rip me around on like a, on like a snow toboggan that they tied to a jet ski and I'd just be like flying around almost killing myself. Yeah. But like that, that was, that was the most fun thing. Yeah. That it was sounds great. amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I second that. That was my favorite vacation growing up too. So much. So I actually moved there for a while. Um, after, after college. Yeah. I, I second that. Oh my gosh. For a second there, I, I was like, how do you guys have the same memory? But then I forgot you were siblings. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we were both there. <laughs> your siblings. OK, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> what what is your biggest goal for 2021? I think uh, just like grow Freddie. I mean, we we want to get more bottles into people's hands so they can just we want to spread the message. We want to spread the value this product has to offer. Um yeah, we just yeah we just, we, we had our around. first Keep big going. like six figure month last month, and so um, which which put us out of stock. Wow! Thank you, thank you. Congrats! And um, and so right now we're scrambling to get more inventory ready, and um, and then yeah, it's just like I uh, would love to replicate that and you know double down on it going forward for the rest of the year, and um, yeah, just 100 percent focused on that. Um. Well, amazing because we need it more than ever. And Chris, you better be sending <laughs> my address after this call. We got you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it was we'll so. It was so lovely to talk to you guys. Um, I'm all about wellness and mindset, and I just had so much fun talking to you guys about burnout. So thank you so much. And how can we find you? What What's the tags for Freddie and and you guys? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram. We're at we are Freddie, and Freddie is F R E D I, just in case anybody doesn't know that. So, we are Freddie on Instagram. Um, our website is also wearefreddie.com, um, and you can find us. We're on Clubhouse too, Mitch and I both. So it's just our full names um, on Instagram and Clubhouse and LinkedIn um, is Mitch Glazer and Chelsea Glazer. So that's where you can find us. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate taking the time out of your day to come on the podcast. And I wish you guys so much success this year. It sounds like you're already doing so well. So I only awesome. send thank more you, love Lindsay. for the brand. Thanks thank for having us. You. Thank Thanks, you. Lindsay. Thank you.
Thank you guys for checking out another amazing episode. We are so excited to see you guys on audio and video. So please check us out on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere you get your podcasting services. And then also we are on YouTube. So please like, comment, subscribe, do what you can to give us a five-star review. And we'll see you next time.